That would have been a good opener, but we're not using it now. Yeah. Oh, we might. <laughs> <laughs> you fool. Uh, tell me about ultra working. Ultra working? Okay. I shall, Joel. Um, <laughs> ultra working is, I think it's a company. I think it's Unprompt, Unprompted. Not like it's the first bullet point on the list. No, not at all. We don't plan this. Um, actually, we don't, let's be honest. We just write a couple of bullet points and then ignore them, usually. That sounds like most of my technical specs. Pretty much, yes. So, um, yeah, Ultraworking, I believe, is a company, actually. Um, and they... I can't remember where I came across them. It was something involving Ben Orenstein, he of Art of Product fame. It was either a tweet or an episode of Art of Product or something like that. Um, and they do this thing called Work Cycles, which is um, basically Pomodoros with admin, where you <laughs> um, you sort of define before you're going in what it is you're hoping to achieve and all that sort of stuff. Um, and so that's right at the very start. You know, these are the things I'm trying to get done and why is this important, stuff like that. Um, and then before each session, they're usually like 30 minutes, 10 minutes, 30 minutes on, 10 minutes off, although you can vary it. Um, and then before each session, you say, well, what am I trying to get done this session? How will I start? Um, and you are, sort of rank your, I think, motivation. Is it motivation and or energy and something like that? Um, let's have a look. It's energy and morale. There you go. And you identify any hands. This sounds, like, this sounds like it's been made by someone who enjoys building dating websites that has got like 50 million questions and generates a spreadsheet of perfect partners. That is not an analogy but I would have drawn, but okay. Productivity. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, you go through all this. It sounds it. like a big rigmarole, but actually once you've done it a couple of times, it takes maybe a minute. And then um, after the cycle, you say, you know, well, did you complete it? What went right? What went wrong? Anything you could improve? Um, and... I've actually found it really useful. I've been doing it for a while, um, just sort of on and off. And it's good for some things. It's not good for everything. I find if it's a bit more abstract, you know, like I'm having to, I don't know, swat up on something, then and it's difficult to define how long this is going to take, then it can be difficult. Uh, but particularly if it's a familiar problem area and it's a case of, all right, I've got a load of work I've got to crank through, then it's actually really good. And the whole sort of breaking it into um, chunks. What I find with Pomodoros is half the time, I don't have the break when I'm meant to have the break. I It ends up just bleeding into the next Pomodoro. Whereas with this, because you kind of got to write up what went right and what went wrong and everything, um, it stops you going down a rabbit hole. So if you've found, if you kind of go on the wrong route with something, worst case scenario is, you lose a cycle, which is 30 minutes, and then you get back on track. So, yeah, so I've actually found it really useful. And this week, so starting tomorrow, I'm doing something they call a work marathon, which is basically... This week, starting tomorrow, which is Wednesday. Yeah, so it's, they, they do, it's, it's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. and uh, Saturday? Why are you doing Saturday? Because I'm a dedicated entrepreneur joke isolationist isolationist aren't we all now <laughs> isn't that just the new normal I think we all are it is okay i i don't understand why you have to pay for this uh, like, it's basically because it's moderated and they have a have a somebody just to i've never done a work marathon thing before so i don't know the work cycles 
on its own isn't um, a paid tool. It's just, here's a spreadsheet, here are some instructional videos, off you go. Okay, so you're paying for someone to... What, this kind of moderation thing at the end no it's 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 well it's basically a little just sticker kind of like i hope so i'll want my money back if i don't perfect uh but i, I think it's it's a, a combination you're paying for a combination of moderation and peer pressure <laughs> paying for peer pressure oh what yes. a world we live in that's brilliant that <laughs> I kind used to of get that for in free in school closely i mean i i like a pomodoro like you do um but they do have their, there are types of work that they work, they suit more than others, Absolutely. definitely. Mm-hmm. But I tell you what, I've, um, it's probably in the similar way to ultra working in that I did have the same problem that you had of sometimes not stopping at the end of a cycle. And what I've found very useful is having a very hard cutoff, uh, in my daily cycle. Like I, I leave the office at 5, 10, 5, 15 maybe 520 if it's really aggressive, but that's the latest I'll work. And Mm -hmm. the first week I did it, it was horrible. And like, you kind of want to keep working the days when you're kind of in the middle of it. It feels, it feels completely anti-productive, but what it, what it works towards is the next day when you come in, you just slot straight back in because you kind of stopped almost mid thought and then it's brewing on your head and then you can pick it up very easily. And like the first week, it feels wrong. It feels like, oh, I'm just going to finish this thing. But then by coming in the next morning, it's quicker to pick it up again. Once you, once I've done that for maybe two weeks, maybe three weeks, just the, just, just the ability to pick back up from cold increased, increased tenfold. Like the ability to be able to go from sitting down at the desk with nothing in your head to actually being in the zone productive has gone through the roof just by explicitly stopping at a very hard time every day. There's a, a famous author who I can't remember who he is, but very famous, um, would do exactly Stephen that. King. Would just stop in, no, it wasn't Stephen King, surprisingly. Mm. Mm. Um, but it would stop, he would stop in the middle, he would always stop in the middle of a sentence. Oh. And so then he would come back the next day and he would just start, he would read the start of that sentence and go, oh yes, right, and carry, carry on. on. Yeah. Yeah. I think it works. It definitely works. Because I personally have, I've, I've got the problem of sometimes just getting into the zone can be quite hard sometimes, especially if you're a little bit, if you've like, if you've got to start something new. Um, anyway, that's my, that's my excuse for leaving the office every day at 520. What, what time would you, were you leaving before? Oh, if I didn't leave then, that's the problem is if I didn't leave at, five, at that sort of time, you would leave, it would become like six, half six, half seven, eight. And it just, it just quickly bled away. And, and like, I'm not getting any benefit from staying that extra hour or two. Nothing like I'm not doing an hour or two's extra work. I'm doing an extra like 20 minutes and then I'm wrapping some things up. Or I'm writing an email and it just, it just doesn't help. It's just, it's just busy work. It feels productive, but it's not. I notice that particularly towards the end of the day, I'm just, just dragging out, you know, I'm kind of going, this should be a five minute task. And I've been sat here basically doing nothing and procrastinating on it for 15 minutes. And as soon as I notice myself doing that, then I just say, well, fine, we'll stop. Or even if it's just having a break or something and and coming back to it, it's just pointless. Yeah. I, I think I read something somewhere that like every person's got 
a set number of productive hours a day. Yeah. And I, I personally think I've got about four coding hours in me every day, which doesn't sound that much, but four good hours, you can get a hell of a no, lot. I'm about the same. Yeah. And like, I, I personally think like four hours starting around, you know, half eight, nine ish through. And then if I get those four hours done, that's good. The rest of my afternoon is usually emails or, you know, scheduling or just plotting out what's coming next. Um, yeah, I find it increasingly difficult with any clients who want to bill oh, hours. Hour. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm kind of like, well, I've been doing this for 20 years now, 21 years. And the main thing, fine, I've, I've become maybe more technically proficient at certain things and learned a lot of mistakes, basically. <laughs> you know, the whole an expert is someone who's made every mistake possible in a very narrow field, um, which I've definitely done. Then there's all of that, but a lot of it is knowing how to manage my energy levels and what works for me in terms of getting work done. And so I'm more productive now than I, I'll, I'll work fewer hours, but I'm way more productive than I used to be. But then you sort of get penalized for that if you're, if you're billing oh. hourly. And then there's, and there's still a ceiling on the amount of you can charge per hour without somebody going, whoa, 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 that's ridiculous. Yeah. You're so, not a lawyer. Yeah. I don't know. Exactly. Cool. Um, all right. Well, let me know how, how ultra working goes. It seems like it's definitely just, it's a Pomodoro with more admin, which turns me off immediately because I don't like admin, but no, I'm sure you'll establish that. You'll love that. Cool. Well, what? I think it's, I, I would say it's worth giving it a go and just seeing how you find it. Cause the first time I did it, like I said, it's, it's not great for everything, but the first time I did it, I, absolutely blitzed the work I had to do <laughs> and I was kind of like oh okay I've just got my entire day's work then in about three hours <sighs> fine fine peer pressure like in 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 micro your peer pressure is peer pressuring me into greater peer pressure this is how Joel this you, is, you can remain unproductive if you like this is, this is how empires are built. My nose. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm quite productive like alone which is good because let's face it, we ain't seeing no one at the minute. It's quite amusing to look at all this self-isolation stuff and then looking at your daily schedule. I don't think anything's changed really. Other than Absolutely nothing. Nothing at you, all. You can't wipe your bum because there's no loo roll. That's about it. I never used to do that. <laughs> <laughs> when, it, when you work from home, that's entirely optional, Joel. Uh, like the pants, wiping is optional. Exactly. This is what I am at. The, you think I'm at a standing desk. I'm just naked from the waist down. You're on a commode. Just, just like, <laughs> gross. absolutely gross. I do wish, I do wish I had put my foot down and bought uh, a Japanese toilet last year. Uh, you know, this, this, it's the future. Very clean and no loo roll, but who knows? It's too late now, isn't it? Just get uh. the bum gun. <laughs> The bum gun. What's that? The bum. The bum gun. You have them in like in in Thailand and Vietnam, places like that. And it's it's basically it's a super soaker. You know, like you get you, you know you know you get the 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 um, <laughs> the hose for watering the garden with yeah. the little trigger thing. It's kind yeah. of like a, a slightly smaller version of that. Um, and you just you just spray it at your at your anus and attempt not to like get project, into your pants. Yeah. Well, basically. Attempt not to project water and whatever else is being carried in the water across the room, which uh, <laughs> t takes some practice. But once you get the hang of it, it is actually uh, a very good system. And so it is actually called a bum gum gun. 
Uh, well, that's a colloquialism for it. I, I mean, I don't speak Vietnamese, so I don't know what they actually call it. <laughs> so in pigeon, in pigeon Vietnamese, you go, where is the bum gun? Bum yeah, well, gun. They would, and I go, think I they would look at me like, they look at me like an idiot and go, is it the toilet? Obviously, where else would it be? <laughs> you fool. You fool. Uh, anyway, uh, so I got back from London on, when was it? Last, uh, last Thursday. And we walked past the Tate. And I was like, I'd like to go. I've never been to Tate Modern. Like, that'd be nice there. Saw it in the news this morning. It's closed now. It's closed now for good, basically. So we're all screwed. I'm never going to get to go to the Tate. You've just... never been to the Tate Modern? No, nope, I've never been. I've walked past it well, a few times. That's shameful. Well, yeah, but I'm not very cultured. That's, that's a valid point. Like, I enjoy a YouTube series of people planting things in, in the west coast of Ireland and building... Things with like oversized bed frames. I'm interested, actually. Have you watched a an absurd number of videos of wood turning? Oh on yes, YouTube? I have because they forever. YouTube persists in suggest. I've never watched <laughs> a single one, but YouTube is adamant that I would enjoy them. Maybe it's maybe it's 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 uh, connected me and you. Via I think some it's my association graph. with you, yeah. <laughs> And my recommendations are bleeding into yours. So the interesting thing about wood turning is that it's like there's a guy called called Frank Howarth where he'll cut the piece of wood, he'll cut a hunk of wood, and he'll like make it into something over bowl, you know, oversized bowl shape, and then he has to leave it to dry out because you've got to have it quite a dry bowl to do it, and he'll leave it for like three years, and then come back, and he calls them uh, blanks, like you know, you cut a blank, and then he then he turns it into the actual bowl shape. But what's what's more amusing for me is that he has got, he must just record himself perpetually and forever store this footage. Cause there'll be footage of him. He goes, he'll be making something. And I made this from a piece of maple that I cut down five years ago and left to dry. And then it'll cut to a video of him cutting, chainsawing this maple tree down from five years past. Like how, how organized is this guy? He has, must have drives and drives and terabytes of just clips of him doing random bits of woodworking, which are completely unfinished unconnected things he must have such good labeling such good like just just like if if his storage is anything more than raid zero he must have like a wall of servers somewhere i i have an alternative suggestion yeah he just went out and cut out a new maple tree that morning no it doesn't think it can it's bizarre it is bizarre because you can see the same does he look different does he look yeah yeah yeah, he looks looks thinner and he's so this thing he's got his kids he's got two he's got two kids like in the early videos like his kid will be like waist high and then he'll cut to today and his kid's taller than him and it's like it's bizarre it is bizarre nuts anyway that's my life just youtube videos of people cutting things um what very, are we call this podcast? Very slowly making a <laughs> very <bowl>. incrementally. <laughs> what are we call in this podcast? I believe we're gonna call it unrelated. Okay. Because unrelated. of how most of our Slack conversations start. <laughs> <laughs> unrelated oh, to anything we were previously discussing. <laughs> yes, completely. Alright. Call it, publish it, book it, pack it. It only it only took six hundred and fourteen episodes <laughs> to get there. I think it's 605, actually. I don't know. Is it? I've lost, I lost track. Yeah. I, I stopped counting about three years ago. <laughs> Something like that. Something like that. Right. I've got a metric ton of work to do today uh, because uh, every event in the world is cancelled. Therefore, mm-hmm. the work's increasing. 
somehow. That makes no sense. No, me neither, but we'll see. We'll see. If we're still here next week, let's uh, regroup. 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 That's Gwyneth Paltrow's next site, isn't it? Regroup. (laughs) Quite possibly, yes. Right. Enjoy your day. Clap. Joel out.